The ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabin edifies, comforts, and exhorts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabin is a pastor with the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches and currently pastors the Catch the Anointing Center in Oboise. His weekly Sunday services, Monday 11th hour prayers and the Friday prophetic turning point services are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He's also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now here's Bishop Eddie Fabian. Lord, we pray that as we hear your word, may we be revived. Let life enter into your people. Let the entrance of your word bring light and life. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And somebody shouted, Amen. God bless you. Tonight, I want to share something from another book that our father has written hallelujah put your hands together from for jesus this is awesome the book is called the privilege the privilege and um for me i think it's one of his best i don't know every time you read the book it's like this one is the best but you see another one comes and all that but i feel that this one is a very powerful book because it really uh speaks to people who are doing the work of god and um, it encourages you to do more for God and the blessings that are in there uh, for serving God. And so I believe that those of you here who are into the work of God, you'll be encouraged. Amen. So uh, the book is The Privilege, okay? And um, I'm going to preach him from it. Um, we'll be talking about the privilege of being a shepherd like Jesus. But we want to ask ourselves, what is a privilege? What is a privilege? Turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 8. And we're going to read from verse 3 to verse 4. Yeah. Uh, first of all, let's read the King James and then we'll read the New International Version. The King James and then we'll read the New International Version. The King James says that, uh, is it verse 3? 2 Corinthians 8, 3 and 4. We need to put another speaker up there so that Abba will always hear when we quote the scriptures. It says that, oh, verse 3. Uh-huh. For to their power I bear record. Yea, and beyond their power, they were willing of themselves. Talking about... Um, the people who were given. And it says in verse 4, they said, praying us with much entreaty that we will receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministering to the saints. Okay, when you read it in the um, King James, it's kind of difficult to understand. But when you look at it in the New International Version, NIV. Do you have that one? You don't have it? I will read it for you. It says that, For I testify that they gave as much as they were able, and even beyond their ability. Then it says, Entirely on their own, 
they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege for the privilege of sharing in this service to the Lord's people. You see, so this one says that uh, praying with us entreated that we will receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of ministering to the people of God. But that gift, you see, in the New International Version, he explains it as a privilege. So when it comes to the fellowship of ministering to the saints, it's a privilege. Oh, I don't know what I'm talking to somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I enjoy this privilege. It's a sweet privilege I have to be preaching to you, to be ministering to you, to be telling you about the word of God. And may you also see it as a privilege. Oh, yes. Don't see it as a border. See it as a privilege. The people were begging them. Yeah. That this privilege that they have to share the word of God, it was a beautiful thing. Yeah, Godfrey, it's a privilege to be given an opportunity to do something in the house of God. Then it's, it's a privilege to be given a chance to do something. So, you find that Bishop Dark says here that serving God's people will always be a privilege. Always. Always. And for me, I love it. I love it. I enjoy serving God's people. I enjoy ministering to God's people. I enjoy praying for God's people. I enjoy visiting God's people. I enjoy interacting with God's people. I enjoy chatting with God's people. It is a privilege. You never have it. You never have it. And the things that we even have in the church, when we come, the fellowship of the brethren, people like it. Do you know that there are certain places people give money to receive a hug? Yes, they give money. God, there's nobody around them. But we have people around us. Yeah. And I don't take it for granted. When I'm celebrating my birthday, it's too nice. I receive messages from here, messages from here, all over the world. Somebody's sending me this. Somebody sent me, it's a privilege. It's a privilege. Hey! I will not exchange it for anything. For all the fufu in Obwase. Obwase is not fufu. The gold in Obwase. I will not exchange it for anything. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Yeah. So, he says that there is no greater honor and no greater privilege than to become a servant of the Most High God. If you understand what it means to be a shepherd, you will plead for a chance to serve in that capacity. Yeah. You know, so, so the people, the Bible says that they said entirely on their own, they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing. The people were happy. They were, they were pleading. They, they, they said, this privilege you people have of sharing to the people of God we, we also like to share in that privilege. We also want some. We want to share some of it. I don't know what I'm talking to somebody here tonight. If you don't see it this way, you, you, you will always feel that somebody is worrying you. It's a bother. What a bother. What's all this bother? Every day, visit the people. Every day. 
Today I was there when Brother Joseph sent me a list of people he had visited. Last Sunday we gave some people, they should go and look for them. And he sent me a list of the people he had gone to visit and all that. I said, wow, this is it. This is it. What a privilege. Somebody is sitting down somewhere. You know, Bishop was preaching last Sunday and he's been preaching the past two Sundays about the Christian life being exciting, being an adventure, being a supernatural. This This is exciting. This is exciting. Yeah. Last time we went to visit a church member. He works, he works at the AGA hospital in the night. And we were there. He was on night duty. He says, closing at 10. I said, we are coming. And we're there to visit. And he said, wow, you have come to visit at this time. Yeah. It is a privilege. It's a privilege for me to go and visit somebody. There are people sitting down. They don't even have anything to do. But God has given you a great work to do. What a privilege. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. So, what is a privilege? Number one, a privilege is a special opportunity to do something. A special word. I cannot hear you. A special opportunity to do something. Hey, Eugene, you've been given a great privilege to do something. I mean, sometimes it's like, you, they, they, they say you, you won't get in po. Onapo. It's an onapos to have something to do in the house of God. You see, people, when you call them, hey, will you get in po? You won't get. But you see, we have not understood it as a privilege. Which people are begging. We were. Praying with much entreaty. That is pleading, entreaty. They are entreating. We please, can we do something in the house of God? Please. Oh, I wish I could have my people coming around. Please, is there something you want me to do? Is there something you want me to do? Yeah. It's a privilege, Dennis. It's a privilege to do something for God. And I've been, I've been so privileged. Since I got the opportunity to do something for God, I've never looked back. I've just enjoyed doing something for God. When you see me, don't, don't, don't think that I am uh, whatever about what I'm doing. No. I may look tired. I may look worn out. I may look whatever, but I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I said, I am enjoying what I'm doing. Hallelujah. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Wow. So actually, becoming a shepherd is a special opportunity given to you by God himself. It's God who gives you that opportunity. Yeah. David says something. Second Samuel. Second Samuel chapter chapter 7 verse 8, I believe. Second Samuel chapter 7. Yeah. Verse 8. Can you find that scripture? I, I believe that's the scripture I'm looking for. Have you found it? Thank you, Lord. You don't have Second Samuel on your machine? What a shock. Somebody read it. Somebody read it for me. Second Samuel chapter 7 verse 8. Yes. Now therefore, so shall thou say unto my servant David. So shall thou say unto my servant David. Yes. I took thee from the sheep. I took thee from the sheep coat. From following the sheep. To be ruler over my people Israel. It says, say to David, it is I who took you. You were just following sheep. You were in the wilderness following sheep over there. 
You were just selling something. <laughs> you were just doing some marketing work. And I said, come, my son. I have a better work for you to do. It's a special privilege. You see, that's why we will, we, will, we will not want to leave the little things we are doing to go for them because we don't see it as a privilege. But it is, a, a, it is God who has really blessed you to say, Dennis, come and do something. Richard, come and do something. Hickman, come and do something in the house of God. It's a great privilege. He said, it was, it was, it was the Lord. He said, it was, I took thee, I took thee from following the sheep to be ruler over my people. What a privilege. What a privilege. Then he goes on to explain what it means, this calling that he has called. That's why there's a semicolon there. When you see two dots, it means whatever is following means what is being said. And what is it? He said, and I was with you. What a blessing. Whithersoever thou wentest, and I've cut off all your enemies. I see your enemies being cut off. You see, you don't even see that this is what is happening to you. That once you have taken out the work of God, God is with you. Oh, yes. One day, uh, I don't know whether it was Bishop Doug or somebody was saying that, listen, God himself is looking for more people. So why would he destroy you when he's looking for more people to do his work? Because a lot of people are saying no. He calls a lot of people, but only few respond. Many are called, but few respond. And so the few that have responded, do you think that God will hate them? God will like them. God will love them. May you be part of the few. Be part of the few so that you will receive a certain love. He said, I will be with you wherever you go. Hey, and I will cut off your enemies. I don't need to worry about my enemies, though. No, 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 Hikma, I don't worry about my enemies at all. Because by taking up this privilege, by taking up this work, God is cutting off my enemies. You see, the reason why you are worried about your enemies and the people who are thinking about you and the people, is because you haven't taken up this privilege. That is why. But if you take it up, forget about your enemies. He said, rather, he will set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Don't worry about them. They cannot touch you. It's like, it's like a cat that is by a fish tank and seeing the fish swimming in the, in the, in the, in the tank and the cat, cat, cat feels that it can catch the fish. But when it does, it's that there's a glass. There's a glass around you. I said there's a hedge around you. Satan cannot touch you. You are untouchable. Yeah. What a privilege. He said, I was with you. Whithersoever thou wentest, and I've cut off all your enemies out of your sight. That's why you haven't even seen them. And I have made you a great name. Receive a great name. You have no idea how God makes you a great name. Now, when you mention Dag Heward Mills, wow. Wow. It's a great name. You mentioned Benny Hinn. You mentioned Duncan Williams, a great name. You mentioned Mensa Otabel, a great name. A great name. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned Eddie Fabian. It's a great name. Put your hands together for Jesus. I see you also having a great name. 
Oh, only three people receive. I said, I see you also having a great name. Do you know why? Because the Bible says that I have made you a great name like unto the men of the of the men, the, unto the name of the great men that are in the earth. So, if you know of any great man on the earth, God says that I'm making you a great name just like those people. <laughs> Put your hands together for Jesus. What a privilege! I love it. So, anybody who is into ministry, my brother, my sister, it's a great thing. It's a great thing. Love it. You will be surprised. Number two, a privilege is a right. A right or benefit given to some people and not to others. I said a privilege is what? It's a right. Or a what? Or a benefit given to some people and not to others. Sometimes we feel that what we have Everybody has it. No. People don't have what you have. The platform on which God has placed you, not everybody has it. Yeah, not everybody has what I have. I have people sitting down like this and I'm preaching to them. It's a privilege. Not everybody has people Tuesday evening sitting down to listen to you. You yourself, ask yourself whether you have that kind of privilege. (laughs) Yeah. So when you have people like this, for me, it's a blessing. And God gives you that right. Yeah. May you enjoy certain rights. Only God can give to you. Indeed, the benefits of being a shepherd are not enjoyed by everyone. Whatever benefit is there of being a shepherd, don't think everybody enjoys it. Just a few. A select few. Just a few people who decide that I'm going to be a shepherd. Yeah. And that's why God loves people like that. Yeah. God loves people who are shepherds. Who are shepherds. That's why God loved David. He loved David. Yeah. It's a benefit. Number three. A privilege is a special advantage. That is not enjoyed by everyone. So... Number one, we said it is a special opportunity. Number two, we said it is a special right or benefit. And number three, it's a special advantage. A special what? Advantage. I see you having an advantage. Yeah. May you have an advantage over other people. That when they are choosing, they will choose you first. Yeah. One time I was flying, I think I was flying from Freetown to somewhere, I've forgotten. And as I, I got to the airport, and then the man standing there, when he saw me, he said, Bishop, stand here, wait. I said, okay. I was wondering what it was. But I was about to enjoy an advantage. May you enjoy an advantage. And as I stood there, People were coming, and I was standing there. People were passing. Those who knew me, hello, Bishop. They passed. <laughs> then when they finished, the man said to me, Bishop, everybody seated now. Please come. Advantage. 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 And I went up, and they took me to business class. I said, Bishop, sit down here. Wow. 
I see you enjoying an advantage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Professor Gagra said one time he was flying. He had his economy ticket. He was going. Then they, somebody stopped him. He said, ah, what are you? And he said, I'm a minister. <laughs> I think the person heard minister of... When he heard minister, he thought, minister of finance or minister. He said, I'm a minister. He said, please come to me. <laughs> and he took him to a certain place. He said, sit here. It's like they put him in first class or something. Sit here. That's it. May you... You see, just by using the word minister, it's giving you an advantage. Receive it in the name of Jesus. It's not everybody who can use that word. Minister. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> What a blessing. Number four, a privilege is a special exemption. Exemption. Wow. Granted to certain people. You will be exempted. I said what? You will be exempted. Yeah. When certain things are happening to some people, you it will not happen to you. Because you are the beloved of the Lord, it will not happen to you. Yeah, when 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 uh, Paul and his friends they were in the ship and they had the uh, shipwreck, I think Acts chapter twenty-seven, the Bible says that the people they were saved, and Paul says something. He said, after much, uh, what, what is that? Listen, he said, he said, he said, the angel of the Lord, whose I am. And whom I serve. I like the way he put that thing. Put it there. Acts 27 or so. He said, the, the angel of whose I am and whom I serve. He said, he stood by me. He stood by me this night. He stood by me. And he said, Paul, don't be afraid. There will not be a loss of any life on this ship. Just because you are a special servant of God, you'll be exempted from accident. Any accident that is about to happen, I see an exemption clause coming upon you. You are exempted. Minus you. Minus your family. Minus your children. When people's businesses are going down, your business will not go down. It will go up. Receive it in the name of Jesus. When people's lives are in a certain way, yours will not be so. Yeah, if you don't find it in chapter 27, go to chapter 28. Isn't there a search? It's 27. 23, look for it. Wow. <laughs> Beautiful. Somebody say, I will be exempted. Yeah. When there is sickness, you will be exempted. When there is death, you will be exempted. God's people are always exempted. Wherefore says, be of good cheer. Oh. 27, 25. Go back there. Oh, there is something wrong with the machine. Okay. Then he goes back. Okay, I understand now. Yeah. 27, 25. Acts 27, 25. Wherefore be of good cheer, brethren. Then what? He said, for the angel of the Lord, whose I am and whom I serve, stood by me tonight. Beautiful. Number eh? five. Okay. A privilege is an advantage or source of pleasure granted to someone. An advantage or source of pleasure. Yeah. God has given you something that will make you happy. Oh, I didn't hear your amen. 
God gives you an advantage and a source of blessings when he makes you a shepherd. Being a shepherd will be a blessing to you. Shepherds will care for people, but the shepherd also receives many blessings because he is a shepherd. You'll be caring for people and it looks like the people are other, but you are. You know, like somebody said, when you put oil in a bottle and you are pouring the oil out, by all means, there will be some remaining inside the bottle. You are enjoying that blessing. I said you are enjoying that blessing. Yeah. If like whatever oil bottle we have, as we pour it on people, by all means, the bottle to enjoy some. I mean, if the blessing is passing through you to people, you too, you'll be enjoying the blessing. Receive it in the name of Jesus. I see you enjoying the blessing of driving a car. The blessing of having a happy marriage. The blessing of building your own house. The blessing of doing well in life. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The blessing of your children excelling. Don't worry. Sometimes we worry our children. We don't know whether they will do well, whatever. God will take care of them. Yeah. It's a blessing that God will give to you. As a Richard, as you do it, God will take care of your children. They will do well. Covering. Don't let anything stop you from the work of God. Yeah. It's a blessing. It's a source of blessing. The ministry of Jesus Christ is also a privilege indeed. To be in the ministry is to be given a special opportunity to do something. To be given a right and a benefit. And not everyone enjoys the benefit of a shepherd. Hallelujah. You must grasp every opportunity that God gives to you to be one of his shepherds. Then he said, when God called you to be a shepherd, he was giving you a special advantage. That is not experienced by many people. It is important that you do not see God's call on your life as a bother. It is what? Important for you not to see God's call upon your life as a bother. Hikma, do you see it as a bother? Do you? Yasina, do you see the call of God upon your life as a bother? You should not. If you are, then it's, there's something wrong. Because it's not a bother at all. Ah, it's a bother to be called to be blessed. Like somebody calls you and he says that. Hey, come. And receive one million Ghana cities. Then you are there. Ah. <laughs> Is that what you will say? What will you say? What will you do? It doesn't even matter what time of the night they call you. You say, oh, you can even call me at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., I don't care. You see, that is why I can also wake up in the night to do the work of God. And it's not an inconvenience because I believe it's a blessing. It's a blessing. Yeah. We cannot call you to come to church at this time. We cannot call you to do this at this time. When we are looking for you at this time, we cannot get you. You have switched off your phone. Nobody should call you. They are bothering me too much. You have not understood that God is calling you to bless you. You have not understood that a blessing is coming your way. That is why you are behaving that way. Hey. It's a privilege. Do not see the work of a shepherd as an irritating inconvenience in your life. Irritating inconvenience? Hmm. God cannot inconvenience you. You must never show irritation on your face when it comes to the work of God. You must never complain when you are given a chance to be a shepherd. 
No one in his right mind will complain about a great privilege being given to him. It is only when you do not understand the privilege and the honor being done to you that you will complain, murmur, or grumble about being a shepherd. It is when you don't understand. But when you understand it, Joseph, you will not complain. You will not. Yeah. Maybe you haven't complained by opening your mouth to say it, but maybe in your heart, you have murmured, you have grumbled. No. I don't think I've ever murmured. If I have, the Lord forgive me, I don't even remember. But, but it's always been an exciting adventure to do something for God. Please see it that way. Amen. This book is an attempt to show you how privileged you are to be trained and appointed as a shepherd. From this time onwards, you must appreciate God's grace to you when invited to become a shepherd. Indeed, the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to you. God is calling you to join the army of shepherds. Am I talking to somebody here? God is calling you to join this beautiful army of shepherds. I love it. I said, I love it. I said, I love it. Do you love it? I cannot hear you. Do you love it? Say, I love it. <laughs> it's so nice. It's so nice. Let me end with this. The privilege of being a shepherd like Jesus. John chapter 10 verse 11. It says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Every good shepherd understands that it's a blessing to give your life for the sheep. Yeah. If you don't understand, you will not see why you should give your life. Yeah. Yeah. You will wake up and pray for the sheep. You'll be there when they are having their crisis. You'll be there with them at the hospital at their last moments before they die. You'll be there. You'll be there. It's not a bother. It's not a bother at all. You'll be there. A great privilege is bestowed upon you when you take up the life, the job of a shepherd. And Jesus Christ was a shepherd. He called himself the good shepherd. So if you accept to be a shepherd, what are you accepting to be? You're accepting to be like Jesus Christ. What a blessing. What a blessing. Many times I tell the wives, I said, you are the only people who have the same name as the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is called helper. And you are also called helper. Wow. You must be excited about being called a helper. And not be complaining about it. It depends on the way you look at it. When you look at it, and we are always there, and every time it's the man, we are the ones who are, and the man is the head, and we are always called to assist and to help. Hey! I said, do you know what it means to be called a helper? Anybody helping in the house of God, you are doing the work of the Holy Ghost. You are just like the Holy Ghost. You are just like the Holy Ghost. I thought you were going to put your hands together. You are just like the Holy Ghost. What a blessing. What a blessing to be called a helper. A helper. 
Jesus Christ was a shepherd. So what an honor it is to join Jesus Christ himself in his chosen profession. Wow. It's a blessing. Matthew 9.36 But when he saw the multitudes, when he saw the multitudes, are you there? Brother Joseph, are you there? He was moved with compassion. If you are somebody who is moved when you see a lot of people Hey, something good is happening. But you don't care. Well, a lot of people are not coming to church. A lot of people are not doing what it, it doesn't move you at all. Then you are not, there's something wrong somewhere. Yeah. Bible says he was moved with compassion because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Listen, when the sheep are there without the shepherd, they are fainting. They are scattered. Don't think that they are okay. They may look like they are okay, but they are not. When we leave them without shepherding them, they are fainting. They are scattering. We must rise up and shepherd the people. Yeah. And last Sunday, I called some people. I said, I am putting you in charge of these people for the rest of your life. For as long as you are here in this church, look after these people. Look after them. Be concerned about them. Worry when they are not in church. Let it be a concern to you. It should not be only the soul whatever of the pastor. Everybody should be able to have some people that you are shepherding. Am I talking to somebody here? The work of shepherding involves visiting people, praying for them, counseling with the word of God, and interacting with them. What, what is more exciting than this? Visiting people. Visiting. Visiting. You go to their homes and visit them and see their condition. Yeah. Sometimes you never know. You see people walking around looking very nice, smiley, and all that. But when you go to their homes, yeah. I remember many years ago, we used to pastor somewhere. My wife was, she saw two people. And one guy looked very much like a dadaba. You know dadaba? Dadaba. And another one rather looked very hard. But one day when we went to visit them, we found out that no, that, that, that be, rather it was not a simple issue in the house. To even have some kinky to eat or something. It wasn't a simple thing. Just in the name of but easy. It was not easy. But the other one who looked hard rather, <laughs> he was from a very good home. So sometimes you never know. You see people, they have a certain look. But go to the house and see. See that ah, visitation. Then what? Praying. Praying. It's a privilege to pray for somebody. Yesterday, somebody sent me a message. He said, my sister is sick. I want you to pray for her. What a privilege. Do you think that if you are sitting somewhere, doing somebody will send you a message, pray for me? It is when you take up the work of God. That is when somebody will say, pray for me. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. <laughs> to counsel people with the word of God. And to interact with them. Yeah. You find that you are even getting to know the word. As you counsel people. You share the word of God with them. And you, I enjoy it when I get to know the word. As I'm sharing with people. But the more you share, the more you know. They say that when you share whatever you have learned with at least three people. It will stick. But it's because you are not sharing. That's why you don't have anything in your head. But start sharing with people. You see that there will be a lot of scriptures. In your head. Say, Bishop, how come you have a lot of scripture? Because I've been sharing for years. I've been sharing. 
are they sharing? Sometimes I even get amazed as the scripture comes into my mind. The other day I was talking to somebody on the phone. He said something. He said, ah, so it means that when you have something, you have to be content with it. Whatever. Says, ah, is there a scripture in the Bible? Like I said, there's a scripture. Hebrews 13, 5. He said, wow. <laughs> there's a scripture. But it's because you have been using it. Now, number one, a shepherd is privileged to help people prosper. We are just using Psalm 23. So the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So the first blessing and privilege is that you help people to prosper. <laughs> Are you not excited? I'm happy to see people prospering. The other day, Brother Ralph was sharing his testimony powerful. I said, wow, I am blessed. What a privilege to, to be a part of his blessed life. What a privilege. Yeah. It's a privilege to be part of Paul says something. He said, uh, 2 Corinthians, he said, making many rich and yet poor. Something like that. There's a scripture like making, making many rich and yet poor. 2 Corinthians chapter 11 or something like that. You know, we make many rich. As I'm prophesying over you, you are becoming blessed. Oh, your amen is very weak. As, as I'm prophesying over you, you are becoming blessed. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Yeah. One day a brother was coming to give an offering. I said, brother, that is a phone right there in your hand. Yeah, I was there when he came. Bishop, the phone you talked about, that is it. I said, receive it. And what a blessing. What a privilege. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Just because the Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. And in that way, you also, because you are people's shepherd, they will not want. He said it simply means I shall not be in difficulty. I shall not be poor. I shall not lack any good thing. A shepherd is privileged to help people to prosper. Wow. I'm happy to help you to prosper. Second Corinthians. Look at it. Chapter 6. Yeah. Yeah. No, let's start from verse 4. Paul was talking about his credentials as being a shepherd, the things that was happening. He said, but in all things are proving ourselves as the ministers of God in my patience and all that. Verse 5, it says that in stripes, imprisonment, these are the things he's going through. Verse 6, uh, by pureness, by knowledge, by suffering, by the Holy Ghost, by love and faith. Verse 7, by the truth. Now, these are the things that we are working with. We are working with holiness. We are working with purity. We are working with the Holy Ghost. These are our tools. I said, these are our tools. By the word of God, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left hand. I love it. Ah, go back. Let me, let me mention our tools again. Verse 6, verse 6. What is there? Verse 6. It said, by pureness, by knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Ghost, by love and fame. Verse 7. By the word of God, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left hand. Verse 8, by honor, by dishonor. You will see some of these things that is happening. You hear somebody saying something about a man of God. It's all part of our tools that we are using to work. Yeah. People write things on Facebook and say things about you. It's all part of it. I mean, I don't like, I don't want anybody to talk about me in a certain way. That's why you are not taking up the work of God. You, you don't know that it's part of the work. It's part of it. It's part of the tools. <clears throat> by evil report. And by good report, you hear evil report about the man of God. You hear, 
And there was no good report. All that, we are using all that to work. Yeah. As deceivers, and yet true. Sometimes it looks as if we are deceiving people. When Elisha said to the woman of God, next year by this time, Kalu Rebeketuna, next year by this time, you shall carry a baby. The woman said, man of God, please don't lie to me. Man of God, please. Now, that's it. It sounds as if we are deceiving you, but it's the truth. I said, it's the truth. I said, it's the truth. I see you receiving a miracle in the name of Jesus. Tomorrow by this time, next week by this time, next year by this time, may you receive a blessing in your life. Shall I receive it? Wow. As unknown and yet well known. It's as if we are not known, but we are known. Sometimes we, I go to places and somebody, ah, you, mission is there. Sometimes you may go to some place too, it's like nobody knows you. you, you, you it looks as if you are, you are nothing. You are nobody. So nobody sees anything about you. But when you go to other places too, people know you. I said they respect you. Yeah, 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 yeah. In certain circles, nobody knows you. Yeah. Certain places when I arrive, nobody knows me. But certain places when I arrive, hey, it's all part of the work. We love it. As if we are dying, but yet we are living. We are surviving. You shall not die. It may look like you are dying, but you are not dying. I said, you are not dying. Hey, as chastened, but yet we are not killed. We are not killed at all. And verse 10 is a scripture. It says, as sorrowful, yet we are always rejoicing. Are there some people who are rejoicing in the house of God? Yeah. Maybe you have not found something good to do. That's why you are always sorrowful. But we are rejoicing. He said, as poor and yet making many rich. <laughs> I see you as the latest richest person in town. As having nothing and yet possessing all things. Godfrey, it's as if you don't have anything, no, but you don't know you are possessing a lot of things. Receive it in the name of Jesus. That is the work that we do. And we are very happy about it. I'm so happy. My time is up. Number two, a shepherd is privileged to provide good food for the sheep. So, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Then he says that he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. So, it is your duty as a shepherd to provide good food for the people. I get excited when I have to come. I receive a word from the Lord. Today, preach this word to the people. It's a blessing to me. I'm happy when I have a word to bring to you. I know I'm bringing some good food to you. Are you enjoying the good food I'm preaching? Oh, I don't know what I'm talking to somebody here. Are you enjoying the good food I'm preaching? Yeah. May you also give to people good food. When your people gather to hear you, may they be excited. May they look forward to coming to Basenta meeting. May they look forward to coming to church because our pastor, our shepherd, our leader is going to give us good food. Put your hands together for Jesus. Good food. Somebody say good food. Yeah. The best food for the sheep is the green pastures. If you were, if you were a sheep, you would love it if your shepherd leads you through green pastures. Jesus said to Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. If you love me. So the sign that you love Jesus is that you feed the sheep. Yeah. That is why I'm here feeding you. Even if it's just three people that are here. I'm happy to feed you. I'm happy to feed you. Oh yeah. 
the burden of owning animals is their dependence on you for food. Yeah. Ah. If you run a zoo full of animals, you will discover that you will discover how animals depend on you for food. <laughs> if you have ever gone to the zoo, you see how all the animals, they are excited when they are bringing the food to them. They depend because they, don't, they are caged. They don't have food from anywhere. They are waiting for the owner of the zoo to give them food. If they were in the wild, they would have gone around hunting for animals. But they have been caged. So their whole life depends. That's how it is. The people that are there, they are depending on you. They don't have the food from anywhere. If you don't give them the food, they cannot have it. What a blessing. That I have people waiting for me to hear the word of God from me. Oh, it's a privilege. Yeah, if you don't see it as a privilege, I don't know what else you are seeing as a privilege. But for me, this is, this is the greatest privilege you can ever have. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That is why today there are hotels for dogs and cats. So that animals can be looked after while their owners are away. The sheep whom the Lord has given you are dependent on you for food. It is a privilege to feed God's people. Number three, a shepherd is privileged to lead people. So, he leads me beside still waters. He leads me. It's a privilege to be leading people. What does it mean to lead? You take the step, first step, and others follow you. It's a privilege for me to be leading you guys. It's a great privilege for me to say, let's do this. Let's have Salvation Sunday. Let's go out on outreach. Let's do this. Let's go for soul winning. Let's have a crusade. Let's have this. And you people are following me. What a privilege. What a blessing. It is a privilege. Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you can also have that privilege of leading people. Now you have decided to sit down. That's why. But if you rise up, you will see that you have people that you are leading. What a blessing. Leadership is an important privilege of shepherds. Every shepherd is also a leader. Many people scramble to be leaders because of the privileges of being a leader. Indeed, it's a great privilege to be a leader. That's why everybody wants to become whatever, minister of this, assemblyman, this, that, that. Because of the certain privileges that they get. Yeah. Being a leader in God's house also. There are privileges. Every, everything in a nation, in a church, or a group rises and falls on the type of leaders that are there. In certain countries, you can literally see the countries come alive under the leadership of good leaders. Where there are bad leaders, the country is littered with hearts, poor people, and overflowing with criminals. Yeah. Become a good shepherd so that people's lives will be better. When you go to certain countries, I mean, when you see the roads, the road goes like this, then it goes like this, then it will come like this, then it will pass here, then it will go like this. But when you go to certain places too, the road, somebody said the other day, he said, he said, our country, not Ghana, he was talking about another country. He said, it's not road with portals, he said portals with roads. It's like the portals are so much, there are roads small, small inside there. The thing itself, there are portals that has roads, but not roads with portals. What a shock. And you see the leaders that are there, they don't care. See people becoming poor and the whole place, things don't work. Don't be that kind of leader. Be a leader who is interested in your people doing well. Wow. 
Yeah, when you go to any place where there's bad leadership, you can see there's no development, there's no growth, there are no buildings. Ah, when you come to these areas, you don't see buildings. When we are here, we think these are buildings, are buildings. Oh, yeah. Sometimes when we see three story, four story, say, wow. Hundred stories people are building. Uta, we're building three stories. You are so excited. When you land in America, you land in Manhattan, you see the buildings, you lift up your head, and say, man, what is this? Say, we are here, yeah, small building. Yeah. If we go up small, the thing will come down. People are building. One day somebody came to Ghana. He said, he said to Bishop Dag, he said, can you take me into the city? He said, no problem. And he drove him to Accra. Accra, there's a place called Osu. Osu, we have a, a street called Oxford Street. He drove him on the Oxford Street and he said, they are moving. So as they were moving on the Oxford he was feeling good because the lights that were there and all that. And so, where, where is the city? What a question. Where is the city? This is the city. He said, he said, then he asked the next question. He said, but where are the buildings? Where are the skyscrapers? They scrape the sky. That's why they are called skyscrapers. Our buildings, they don't scrape any sky. They are just... Number four, a shepherd is privileged to restore the souls of people. He restoreth my soul. Comfort, it's a privilege. When I see people whose lives were going a certain way, and because I decided to take a little interest in them, their lives have become better. I'm so excited. Be interested in somebody small. You'll be surprised. The blessing. To see. I remember one particular brother. I was ministering many years ago when he came in. Drunk. Fully drunk. And he came to the service. We prayed. The Lord touched him. He gave his life to Christ. And since that day, I decided to take a little more interest in him. And today he's, he's a shepherd. He's doing well. This was a drunkard who came into the service. Yeah. I remember one time at a turning point service, a woman came, drunk. A woman, drunk. Prayed with her. Her life changed. We became more interested. Got people to be visiting her and all that. She started coming to church. One day, her children, her children are abroad and they didn't want to have anything to do with their mother. But when they saw that their mother had changed and all that... <laughs> They, they were so happy, they bought a ticket for her to fly. So we were there when she came to tell her that she's going abroad. I said, wow. It's exciting. It's a blessing to see people's lives restored. People who were into drugs, into all sorts of things. A little more attention, a little more time for somebody. You'll be surprised. Are you there? Yeah. Every shepherd is a guide and a leader of fallen souls in need of salvation, cleansing, reconciliation, sanctification, and holiness. The privilege of a shepherd is to restore people. The privilege of a shepherd is not to give up on anyone. That is why I don't give up on you. Yeah. One day somebody asked me, Bishop, what is it? Every time you are, you, are, you are interested in me, you don't give up on me. I don't give up. I mean, even me, God has not given up on me. Why should I give up on you? I don't give up. Don't give up on people. Oh, this one here, yeah, we are tired. You are brain as them. 
Do you know the way you were? Eh? That no, they, no, somebody did not give up on you. How many are glad that somebody did not give up on you, but came, still came looking for you? And you were some way. You know that you were some way. You were some way, pa. Yeah. I don't give up on people. It's a joy for me. I'm very excited to see many souls. The Bible says in Galatians 6 1, it said, If a brother be overtaken in the fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Yeah. You who are spiritual. Now, if you are spiritual, what do you do? You use it to restore people. How can you be feeling good when you are not restoring anybody? You are not spiritual. I like Hebrews 5. Hebrews 5. The Bible says that um, we are just... Hebrews 5 from verse 1, if you can find it. It says that... Or you want to read for me? Read it. Hebrews 5. From verse 1 to verse 4. For every high priest... Every high priest... Is taken from among men. Is taken from among men. Is ordained for men. Is ordained for men. Things pertaining to God. In things pertaining to God. That he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sin. Wow. Who can have compassion on the ignorant? Who can have compassion on certain people? And on them that are out of the way. Those that are out of the way. For that he himself also is compassed with infirmities. Yeah. You too, you are compassed with infirmities. Then verse 4, it says that what? And no man takes this honor. No man takes himself. this honor. It's an honor. But he that is called of God. That people are going out of the way, but you help them. You help them. And God chose you because angels don't understand these things. <laughs> they don't understand when a, 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 a brother is always fornicating. They don't understand. What, what, what's this one? A sister cannot uh, say no. And every time, just falling for the brother. They don't understand. They don't have such things. <laughs> so God takes you who has experienced some of it before. So that you can help other people and to restore them. Wow. Oh, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. My time is up. I have three more points. You want it or I should close. A shepherd is privileged to be with the people in the time of difficulty. Yeah. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. We are with them. I've gone to sit at AGA Hospital, sit there from 7 p.m. to like 1 a.m. just with people in their troubles. As if I don't have a bed. I'm there. I'm on phone, calling doctors, calling, calling. This person, this, this. Make calls. One sister, she was admitted at the hospital. The, the person who will be able to help for the operation is on his way to Cape Coast. I had to make a call to Kumase, and that doctor made the call to this person on his way to Cape Coast to come back from Cape Coast to come and do the operation on her. And today she is alive in the church, moving around. The doctor said she would have been dead. Nurses asked the sister, said, who, 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 who do you know? He's <laughs> like, they asked, do you, do you know that doctor? The, the doctor that called was a very powerful doctor. I said, do you know? He said, I don't know. He said, I don't know. I don't know anybody. 
But you see, a shepherd is happy to be connected to certain people so that he can help the people oh, in their time of difficulty. What a privilege. Yeah, I'm happy to be standing by people when they are burying their parents. I'm there. Privilege. Hold their hand. Put my arms around them to comfort them. There. When people's husbands have died, people's wives have died, we are standing there. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. Number six, a shepherd is privileged to help the sheep overcome their enemies. He will set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Everybody has enemies and the sheep have a lot of enemies. There are lions waiting to eat the sheep. Sister Margaret, you know that there are lions waiting to eat the sheep. Eat them all, literally. Eat them. <laughs> but you look at the sister and say, hey, this brother is a, a sheep-eating brother. <laughs> Don't go near this brother. That's it. You are there to deliver them from their enemies. They are certain they don't even know that it's their enemy. They go coolly. The sheep, they just move. They are just going. They don't know. The shepherd must be there and say, come, 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 come. <laughs> One brother actually went to a sheep's house to change the lock in the house because a, a brother comes into the house easily to sleep with a sister. So the shepherd went to the house, changed the lock, and took the key. What a shepherd. Put your hands together. It's exciting. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. Finally, a shepherd is privileged to anoint the sheep. It's, it's one of the privileges for me to be able to anoint people, to pour oil on them. Give me some oil. Thank you, Lord Jesus. To pour oil on them. Yeah. <laughs> he said in Psalm 89 verse 20, he said, I found David my servant, and with my holy oil have I anointed him. The anointing of God is what makes the difference in people's lives. Yeah. And I enjoy pouring oil on you. When the sheep is anointed with oil, get me my, uh, my car. Get me, you know where my, is in the car. Get it for me. Yeah. When the sheep is anointed with oil, the flies, they cannot stay on the sheep because the scent of the oil is too strong for them. They can't. So when we anoint you, demons cannot come near you. What a privilege to be able to be there to connect and bring a protection around the sheep so that the, the enemy cannot get to the sheep. And the anointing of God brings promotion. Anointing of God brings elevation. The anointing of God takes a person into different things. You receive the help of God. We have to anoint people. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup ran it over. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I long to see your cup running over. Amen. I said I long to see your cup running over. Amen. May the anointing of God come upon you. Amen. May the anointing of God come upon you. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hand and begin to talk to God right now. In the name of Jesus. Pray for the anointing of God. Pray for the grace to be a shepherd.
the anointing to be a shepherd it takes an anointing it takes an anointing it takes an anointing to be the shepherd that god wants you to be he said i took david and with my holy oil and anointed him is the anointing of god that will bring you to the place of a shepherd that you can enjoy the privileges of a shepherd what a privilege what an honor what a privilege what an honor what a privilege what an honor lift up your hand and receive i need fresh oil from you i need fresh oil from you lift up your hand and receive the fresh oil of god the fresh oil of God, the fresh oil of God is upon you tonight in the name of Jesus. Thou anointest my head with fresh oil. Thou anointest my head with fresh oil in the name of Jesus. May the blessings, may the privileges, may the advantages, may the benefits, may the rights of being a shepherd be conferred upon you be conferred upon you la brakatarianada making many rich likata brakatana la brakasukatana la baraba leading people oh la brikasunala providing food for the sheep ikata bayadaba la brakatarianduru sukatabrana le patarianda la batala sekaruza katabrana ye kerede bonda branda raba la baba la bala delivering them from their enemies Pastor Richard, let me pray for you. Let me pray for you. La bra sananama. I need some ashes around. Le breke Jasina, let me pray for you. La ba shikata brane, le babada tariya, shata bariya ndere break odone. Lift up your hand and receive, receive, receive the oil of God to be the shepherd of God. Madobo shikata brane, receive it tonight, receive it tonight, receive it tonight. May you be marked in the spirit with the oil of God, with the oil of God in the name of Jesus by the oil of God. God. May you be a shepherd in the house of God. In the name of Jesus, may you be blessed. May you be blessed. May you be favored. In the name of Jesus. Last Lord, let me pray for you. Oh, yes, Lord. I need fresh oil from you. Receive fresh oil. Receive fresh oil. May your cup run over. 
Ikma, let me pray for you. Shakatabaria, Sambalala Baba, the anointing of God that your cup will run over, that your cup will run over. Jesus, Matalala Baba, La Bababiana, let her come to me in the name of Jesus. Mikatabrana, yeah, I need fresh oil from you. Shabalala Baba, La Brasula Baba, oh, the oil of God. The oil of God, the oil of God, that makes a difference. Let it be upon you. May you be set free by the anointing. May every yoke be broken in your life. In the name of Jesus, by the anointing oil, by the anointing oil, and the yoke shall be destroyed, girlfriend. Let me pray for you because of the anointing oil. Because of the anointing oil. Malaba shalala bababa. Dennis, let me pray for you. Shola Baba. Soda Baba. Oh, yes. You shall excel. You shall do well. By the oil of God, you will stand out. Lift him up. By the oil of God, you will stand out. You will excel. Receive it. Receive it. Oh Jesus, Abba, let me pray for you. As the oil is on you, may any demon, may any evil spirit risen against you, may they let go of you. Shalaba, the oil of God, the oil of God, the oil of God. Receive it. I need fresh oil. If it is a come, let me pray for you. I need fresh oil from you. Receive it. Receive it. May you be smeared with oil. Joseph, let me pray for you. Katabaria Kodabasana. Shebalala Bababa. Yay! I need fresh oil. I need fresh oil. I need fresh oil. Masul katabrane, shola katabrane ribana. Oh, you don't have the original song. Luba katalian daraba. You sing. Let me pray with you. Let me pray with you. Karababa bariande ribana. Shola baba la la zaleboja. Shola baba bariande lelebozi katabrane. In the name of Jesus, Malabatoriana, Kura Bababa, by the anointing, you will stand out. By the anointing, you will be different. You will be different. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Malolo Bona, lift up your hand. I see the Lord Himself anointing you tonight. Fill me now with more of you. Fill me now. Oh yes, with more of you. Oh yes, thank you Lord Jesus. I need to see your glory. I need to see your power. I want to know you Lord. Yes Lord. And I will be changed from glory to glory. I need fresh oil from you. I need fresh oil from you. Cover my life with your dew. 
rain down refreshing anew from above. Watch. I need your presence today. Please come and show me the way. Shower down your rain upon Make me more and more like Jesus. Oh, yes. Yes. Have your way in me so that the world may see you are the porter. I am just the clay. So, Lord, mold me and shape me completely into what you want me to be and i'll be changed from glory to glory i need fresh oil from you cover my life with your dew rain down refreshing anew from above oh i need your presence today please come and show me the way shower down your rain upon us make me more and more like jesus lift up your hands see the angel of god touch you i need fresh oil from you Cover my life with your dew, rain down refreshing, oh, from above, yeah, oh yes, Lord, I need your presence today, please come and show me the way, shower down your rain upon it, make me more and more like Jesus. I need you to shower down your rain upon me. Make me more and more like Jesus. Oh, one more time. I need you to shower down your rain upon me. Make me more and more like Jesus Christ. Oh, Father, we thank you. We bless you for the privilege of becoming shepherds in your house. Thank you for each and everyone here. The Lord, we shall hear this testimony that everybody in this service has risen up to be a great shepherd, a good shepherd, a chief shepherd. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father, use them by the anointing. Take them out of the sheep coat use them oh god in the name of jesus christ i pray for each and everyone listening to me everyone at the sound of my voice may they also enjoy the privilege of being a shepherd the blessing the goodness the favor oh god the rights and the benefits of being a shepherd may it be our portion we thank you. We shall not move away from this. We shall not be inconvenienced to God by this work. We shall always be excited to do your work. What a privilege. What a blessing. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. And as every head is bowed, all eyes closed, maybe you are here or you are watching, you are not born again, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. If you are there like that, just lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. You want to be born again. If you are watching, let's all pray this prayer together. Say, Lord Jesus, tonight 
I thank you. What a privilege to be called your son. Tonight, I open my heart to you. Please come into my heart. Make me a new person. Wash away my sins with your precious blood. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen and amen. Oh, somebody put your hands together for Jesus. We believe you have been exalted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call or WhatsApp plus 233-591-524-522. That's plus 233-591-524-522. To speak to Prophet Eddie Faven. Prophet Faven would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Faven is also on Facebook, so stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Faven comes your way again, run with a prophetic word. <laughs>